0: So you
1: know you got it bad and when you're uh, uh, to We're getting better at being worse at this. Yep. yep. Uh here's your host, Logan. I'm your host, Logan. Here's your host, Jesse. I'm your host, Jesse. Welcome. How you been? Tell me about your
2: life. Oh, it's been pretty. It's been pretty good. I gotta say. I was I was talking to the audience. Yeah. And I'm answering the audience. It's pretty
1: good. You're answering the audience, or you're answering as the audience. I'm answering the audience. Wow. Yeah, that's that's profound. That uh, no, it's not. Has anything important uh, happened this week so far since we last recorded?
2: No, not really. No, it's
1: like limbo. Um, like the the South American pole hockey under game. Yeah. Yeah. Um. yeah. So, the only. Wow. Uh, what we watched?
2: Oh God! Was me supposed to watch stuff for the show? Remember um, when we
1: had segments and shit?
2: Yeah, when we reviewed things. Um.
1: All right. Fine. I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you agreed to that far too quickly. <laughs> <laughs> that tells me you really had nothing. I watched. Was it birthday, Death Day? birthday, birthday, birthday? You've you, you watched the trailer. You've seen the whole movie. Okay, that's what I figured. It's um.
2: It, is there any casual nudity in it? No. No listen uh, no. no. okay, at no point in watching it. Then
1: that's um. Yeah, it's it's not far enough back that it could be from that era where teen movies were just um, things for dudes not getting laid to semi jerk off to. Right. Yeah, it's it's. I think that era has come and gone mm. unless you're looking in the straight to DVD section where it's still a thing, where it's like word 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 virgin and there's a picture of a um a girl that is for some reason simultaneously looks horrified and chased but also slutty at the same time you Fe- know those covers featuring eugene levy oh, i i like assume at this point eugene they levy? just feature like a picture of eugene levy or something um they so first off she's she she kind of warms to the idea that she's gonna keep coming back after she dies pretty quickly right and um does the, talks to the the dude who she has the one night stand with, who over time she realizes is a really good guy, and even though he's not like her typical, because she's a massive sorority bitch, um. and it takes her at least dying sort of three, four, five times before she kind of cools on that and becomes a nicer person, right? Um, it, it also shows a and the the it gets to a point where it's um she suddenly because you know how i think the trailer shows it as well that it suddenly says she's like keeping the trauma through her deaths pardon excuse me they say that she's progressively getting crazier nah nah not not emotional trauma physical trauma like she dies and comes back but somehow her body retains the damage oh but it so the the time when she really starts to get screwed up she wakes up from being dead and then instantly like collapses and gets taken to hospital right and then the next time she dies that doesn't happen but she suffered her most violent death yet prior to that huh yeah but but she basically realizes that she's got a limited amount of deaths before she will stay dead. Yeah, or die for good or just become vegetable or something. That so she has to work out who her killer is. Right. That her body takes
2: so much damage over mm. time that eventually she won't what be able movie. to keep
1: moving. Okay. Yeah. She works out who the killer is. Is it her? No. From another timeline. No. Mm. No. I'm pretty sure we've already seen that movie and this movie is not that it's not Looper? Looper. Yeah. No. Looper starring Joseph Gordon eyebrows. Yeah. And Glenn close um, exactly yeah. thin lips. Um thin Um so who's the
2: murderer is it um
1: this is the man that killed her mother, which is a you know, side plot that's just in there. She's a poor relationship with her father because neither of them will properly talk about the fact that her mother was murdered. Right. right. Okay. Yep.
2: Because um, she was murdered under Strange circumstances Yeah Where she possibly went through the same thing
1: And I think her mother was Murdered on her birthday And I think they shared a birthday Which is why she hates her birthday But the Like second to last death She goes through And does the day perfectly mm. Like Is nice to every person She could be nice to But was never Given a shit out about before And um Goes and makes up with her father And then um proceeds to weirdly like so the the guy that killed her mother is the one that ends up killing her a lot of the time right. but it's not the person who wants to kill her which is the one that releases the guy that does kill her if she if the killer fails to kill her in any of the initial ways then the killer gets released and that's who ends up doing the killing but doesn't have the intent if you follow me, yeah, okay. Um, that she, she breaks because she works out who it is, so she goes to the hospital where the guy is uh, handcuffed to the bed, attacks the police officer outside it with a knife, and threatens him, tells him to go get help. The guy in the room is going to escape, mm. you know, instead of just calling the cops or sticking around until that can't happen yeah or just anything yeah so she um, and then proceeds to lose miserably in a fight to the guy mm-hmm. and then because she's got more knowledge of events that are about to happen she knows that the um, hospital temporarily loses power mm. so she uses that time to disappear when the lights shut out and then reappear behind him and now knows how to use a gun and kills the guy fires three bullets out of a officer's firearm which the most issue i had was the fact that it is not a type of firearm a police officer would have Mm. shoots three bullets then the gun's empty so that cop's been shooting at people all day (laughs) somewhere while he was on guard duty at the hospital he snuck out and presumably shot i would have said shot some black kids but he was a black cop himself
2: maybe there was a deleted scene where he was shooting rats yeah.
1: But yeah. It, things like that are, to me that's you've either removed a scene or you're just lazy with your prop control on set. Yeah. But um she kills the guy and then I think oh she goes maybe goes and has a nice night with the boy and then they eat a cupcake that her roommate gave her and then she wakes up and at the start of the day again she freaks out until she realises that the reason the cupcake uh, that the cupcake was poisoned because it was her roommate all along the one that it did
0: right Okay.
1: just because they were both frat girls but the other girl was like a nicer mid-student to frat girl and she fucked the dude that she liked
2: Right. So So the one event she couldn't change, which was her waking up after sleeping with the guy that she liked she couldn't do anything about.
1: I don't know if that's the boy. I think it was just a boy that right. meant nothing to the main girl because she throughout the course of the movie the main girl either does or tries to fuck like all of her mates crushes, is that what you call it? Right, yeah. So I mean it it points out that she basically started as a piece of shit and then somehow elevates herself by treating the other piece of shits like pieces of shit and that makes her a better person like she stands okay. up for a girl that's getting mocked for eating a lunch while they're at a meeting and she's like we don't eat those types of fatty foods or some shit so she just that day turns up with a big massive lunch for herself scarf[s] it down and then pours the chocolate milk on the other girl and does the standard incredulous runaway crying type situation It's like yeah but you bullied the bullies you're a cunt yeah so she bullied the bullies yeah. classic and, 80s justice yeah and and she herself had been a bully up till that point so realistically her bullying a bully is kind of just meta bullying well, yeah. it's, it's par for the course for her yeah, character yeah. up to that point but somehow yeah yeah, 80s bullying where bullying for the right reasons is not bad apparently Um, but she works out a that ball, her flatmate <laughs> or um porkies where it's like porkies where it's just um nerds try and rape yeah the 80s yeah coke and male dominated film you wonder why that era brought us donald trump yeah that's peak peak trump. peak trump so wait 20 oh. 2017 is not big <laughs> trump it's it's 20 I mean the 80s was when the world was his world when the world reflected Trump yeah whereas 2017 is Trump influencing the world but it's not the world I mean that Trump,
2: Trump has been a joke for
1: so long that Biff Tanner is based on him yeah yeah that, he is arguably one of the most enduring celebrities in celebrityness and he's never really reinvented himself he's been the same thing right the way through yep Jahira, you hear um american prisoner of war got released from afghanistan and thought they were taking the piss out of him when they said <laughs> was president canadian he was canadian yeah he yeah, oh, kind of canadian, yeah, yeah. Was he? um yeah what was i gonna say it shows the sad state of the world that we all give a shit who america's president is because we don't really have a choice yeah um so she has like a fight to the death with her roommate proceeds to grab a hanging light and swing kick her roommate out a window who promptly falls about two stories, smashes onto some concrete, sprays a poor unknowing Asian girl who's clearly changed her entire outward persona to match the um, angry white girls she's trying to fit in with. Right. Um, and then just like sits down and kind of breathes heavily and sighs happily. Like it, it, it simultaneously is not a comedy and sets up um, the idea that there are ramifications for her actions like when she gets almost arrested by a cop but then the cop um, gets murdered by the killer and hit by the yeah, car and, then and she you. gets blown up in a police car but yep. um, yeah and then it promptly has her yeah I mean at least she dies when she tries to like knife rob a cop of his gun. She dies the next that evening, so there's no Hey yeah, you know how you did that thing and then you broke into the hospital and killed the guy, you can't do that.
2: Yeah, it didn't happen, don't worry but about the, it. But the
1: when she kills her roommate it's just like, Yep, she's dead now And then it just cuts to a scene with her and the boy out on a date and she kind they kinda ha 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 All's well for ends well.
2: Yeah and I mean to her And then to the world the best in part of the She ending, could have just been absolutely batshit insane. Yeah. All of that could have just not happened. Yeah. She could have just played off this imaginary kind of context between her and the and the roommate and murdered her.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's there's no evidence to say I mean Who's the the real twist
2: of this movie should have been Going into the head of the roommate and realizing that what she was doing was trying to stop her from like the the main character from doing that to her first because she had been dealing with
1: that for the roommate should actually be from the future has to come back and kill her for some reason yeah but but the space time com- time continuum won't allow it um, then the ending is it's kind of on the nose in probably the best way possible It's just the the, the um uh the 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 boyfriend dude who maybe doesn't believe her that time around but ultimately he she's explained the entire story to him heaps of times and because every time the day resets he forgets it all right but he's kind of coaches her through it because he's a nerd and you know nerds know stuff about the world they're like the mystical black ladies of the twenty seventeen yeah yeah um He's like, so it was just like Groundhog Day. I
2: know the internet. I... I've
1: seen enough movies that everything in this movie is a trope, even though this movie is not self-aware enough to know it's a movie. Yeah. He's like, so it was basically Groundhog Day. And she's like, what's that? She's like, you've never seen Groundhog Day? And he just acts all incredulous, and then the camera just kind of pans out, and that's the end of it. <sighs> yeah. That was somewhat redeeming about it, but yeah, it's not. It's a fine movie. It's a solid six and a half, right? If we had a <clears throat> score, do we score movies? Should we score movies? You probably rate them, right? But I'm bad at that shit because I will always just sort of average out a couple of scores from critics I know.
2: Yeah, it's the. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I, I have my own one. opinions, but I I always end up. Um, you, I'm too swayed by things. Use a
2: barometer of your own measurement. Then, what's your favourite movie? That's a ten out of ten.
1: I don't really believe in a ten out of ten. I'd probably never write I- anything up higher than nine point seven. Okay,
2: nine point seven out of nine point seven. No, we're just nine point seven out of ten. Is the highest rating we can ever give? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. And
1: then there's like, um, yeah, right. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's agree before we ever rate anything. Nine point seven is the highest. So like, there's and there's. There's like class, there's tone, there's watchability, there's rewatchability, there's pure entertainment factor. Yeah, is, um, like I was actually discussing that with Dad the other night. Transformers? No, Starship Troopers. Oh yeah, yeah. I said, you know, this is simultaneously total horse shit and one of the greatest movies ever made. <laughs> yeah. What? Because it's oh, is it an allegory or is it just a dumb? Action movie in an era where all those different elements coming together would make a reasonably successful film. No, it
2: was done all that way on purpose from the get go.
1: Yeah, but he, he's yeah. one of those. What's what's the director's name? I don't know. But it he's the RoboCop <laughs> guy, isn't he? Yeah, I think yeah, so, yeah. See, uh, the fact that RoboCop exists the way it is says that he did it twice, which means chances are he does. Yeah. But it doesn't come off smart enough that you'd believe it's that self-aware like that every single person in it does probably the worst um, performance of their careers yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yet somehow it works to the movie's favour
2: almost to the extent that he purposefully hired certain actors he knew Just would only act. give a certain performance like, and then told all the good actors around them match them. Yeah. Like, but, exactly easy you, say, you know, I want, not, not just match them, as in like, you read your lines back to them, and you just like, roll your eyes after you cut camera, because you're like, oh my god, how does this person get to drive this vehicle of a film? Because it's Denise, Denise
1: Richards, uh, and Casper Vandy, Vandy.
2: But in fact, parody them the entire
1: time. Why are we, why do we like Casper Vandy, when did that cover from? Well, it was from Starship Trek yeah, Troopers, yeah, yeah, right. but It was was the the fact that Jensen Ackles and Casper Van Diem are completely um, interchangeable.
2: Interchangeable,
1: yeah. Casper Van
2: Diem. Jensen Ackles, and Ackles. Casper Van Diem.
1: Um, But realistically... um, It
2: has Clancy Brown in
1: it. Clancy... Clancy Brown. Brown. Clancy Brown. And um, Doogie. Yeah, Doogie. Doogie's fine in it, but...
2: It was before That's, he was anyone again,
1: like before he was. It's uh, both, yeah, post Doogie Hauser, pre um, pre of Kumar, yeah, which is pretty much what set the tone for um, Bar- his Barney, Barney career. <laughs> um, but it, it didn't. It's like it, I don't. It's somehow it uses what their miniatures. Are the spaceships miniatures or are they CGI? No, they're not. uh, Because the not the bugs are CGI, but the bugs are a mixture, but they're mostly CGI. And it doesn't look bad. No, I don't know why. Is it because this it's CGI set
2: on a miniature planet? That's what it seems like. A lot of the like a lot of the sets seem physical.
1: But what, it, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. definitely
2: physical sets. Most but you don't people. really have that nowadays, which is probably why it kind of works. Yeah,
1: it's it's probably that key sort of Jurassic Park era where as little as possible is done with CGI for very short shots, so yeah. you're not really slapped in the face by it. Yeah, and it's the not entire, gratuitous and lazy like it is these days.
2: And the entire frame isn't CG. From yeah, from and you get this foreground. weird
1: camera movement that doesn't make sense in real space. Yeah, because no one's actually physically
2: moving a camera.
1: Yeah, it is nineteen ninety seven. Mm. I was yeah. going to say it had to be kind of ninety eight. Tub here, twenty years ago.
2: Paul Verhoeven. Yeah, he, twenty years old. Did did
1: Paul Verhoeven see so A Total Recall? Robocop. Roboco- Roboco- yeah, all right. Basic instinct. Yeah. Um. So Verhoeven very much knows what style he's making. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. Oh, I I apologise for ever suggesting that he did it accidentally. <laughs> is he from the netherlands showgirls that's right yes showgirls was one of those movies that he always wanted to make for some reason it was just street trash
2: but he didn't make it what It's says showgirls oh no is it because he did and then he got kicked off of it but look it's his showgirls edited television version
1: yeah, I, I think there's the, you'll, if you scroll down further, it'd be the original version, maybe. But I thought it came out in 1995. Is it there, probably just a television cut?
2: Yeah. They, no, it is him. Yeah, he just
1: refused to put his name on it, so he. Ah, so he became Jan Jansen. Yeah. <laughs> he just was like, yep, I'm using the most generic Dutch name I can. Yeah. I'm Jan Jansen. I did Hollow Man too. Wow, he actually has a great career of kind of shit movies. Big
2: schlock movies and Kevin Bacon penis. Yeah, and <sighs> Robo oh yeah, the animatronic breast. Yes. What's Blissed Virgin?
1: I don't know. I Ah. To... Uh. <laughs> uh, what was I going to posit it to you? I can't rightly remember, sir. Why has Zack Snyder not done anything that lives up to his greatest, sort of, in my mind, first... Dan of the Dead? Dan of the Dead. Oh, that's a great question, because people shat
2: on that movie. But it's so good.
1: It is... the In terms of what, what zombie movies have for some reason... American zombie movies have decided they have to be. Mm. which is a bunch of people being dicks to each other not talking not communicating in any meaningful not way and that being their downfall yeah. a la The Walking Fucking Dead yep. um, this is the perfect of those movies James Gunn helped wrote, write this? he wrote it he was the writer Robert and George Romero is a writing credit because it's a remake yeah correct uh, but like what is I mean we, I'll, I'll bring it up so we can see where in his career this was holy shit he's only directed 15 movies yeah Dawn of the Dead was his directorial yeah it was yeah. I, I thought that was the case
2: I mean and just from that nothing 300 was 300 is good landmark as well at the time because it blew everything away I was like, holy shit, people can make an entire movie on green screen and it'd be
1: good. Well, no one's done it since. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, that was also the only movie I've ever seen where it was just all over the internet. There were banner ads and things and pop-ups for it.
2: But what it showed you is that Zack Snyder will, to a fault, recreate a comic book shot for shot. Yes. Use that as his... um, so storyboard I, which yeah. there's nothing wrong with as long as you're still
1: well, there's nothing wrong with it with 300 because if you pick up 300 you go oh this is a picture book yeah this is not really a comic book no. this is a series of um nice matte paintings with like blood splatter all over yep. them and then I was like ah that makes more sense but the, which is what watchmen became what it was so what do we got we got whatever the fuck those two those are, were music videos yeah, yeah. morrissey um Oi Esteban. <laughs> Oi Esteban. Yeah, Dawn of the Dead Esteban. Um some nonsense. Then Three hundred. Comic book. Comic book. Legends of the Guardians. Um, of the Isles
2: of Gahoul. Which was a
1: phenomenal looking movie. Is it good? Uh, I found it quite boring. Comic book, comic book, book adaptation, comic book comic book reference, comic book uh, Com- documentary comic Com- book. book what the fuck is No it's a no, short sure well I don't know what that is Justice League Justice League
2: can you have a look at the last photograph because it's in pre-production apparently that's look his
0: next film look at this photograph <laughs> every time I do
1: drama about two <laughs> men and the photograph that inspires them to travel to war torn Afghanistan.
2: Mm. see he stepped away from films altogether and that's why he stepped away from Wait. Justice League because his son killed himself or what? that's why Joss Whedon oh. took over To finish Justice League Shit Because his son killed himself Like earlier in the year And he got to a point where Like well before Justice League even started filming And and he got All the the way through And realizes Now I'm going to End up like him If I don't stop So um, Just removed himself Completely from the process I mean
1: And the director It has to be hard To be Zack Snyder And take that punishment Yeah everyone shits on almost everything he's ever made he carries the weight of shat on actually surprisingly loved 300 watchmen shat on owls shat Shat on on. sucker punch shat on Mm -hmm. man of steel shat on dawn of justice shat on justice league probably going to be shat on not technically the director anymore
2: it's like he he directed 90 percent of it yeah but they'll they'll recut it I mean, oh yeah, by all means, from this point on, he's not having a hand on it. To be and fair... And under the Directors Guild rules, Joss Whedon can't be credited as a director. Yeah. Um, he's he's produced more
1: movies than he's directed. Yeah, And they're almost well, he's exclusively... Attached, f- he's
2: attached to pretty much everything DC that, yeah. that Warner Brothers have announced because he was, was the like, one that ushered in
1: they tried the to DC make, Cinematic um, Universe. Yeah. It was
2: him and Olin that brought her in Man of Steel. That's the thing. Nolan produced and actually had pretty a pretty heavy handed Man of Steel. Yeah. In terms of the tone and like what they wanted to aspire to do,
1: if you if you took out the stupid world, yeah. world machine, it was, a, it was as a, a really good movie. It's a fine movie. I liked it. The no, yeah, the it the characters and the interplay between them is. I, I love the idea of aliens turning up and being like give us the one that's been hiding here all along
2: yeah or we'll start blowing things up that's there's real stakes involved in that
1: yeah just of as per usual it's a stupid alien nonsense doomsday machine
2: yeah but i did like at least that, that it's a terraforming machine there's a purpose to it it's not just we want to blow it up it's we're just going to use what planet what we like about yeah planet
1: yeah i i but I don't know to me it almost gives context to something that didn't necessarily need it
2: but yeah I I think the
1: whole terraforming
2: thing is actually going to play a bigger part in the other films the Justice League films
1: because
2: that's potentially what the alien races are pretty much known for doing not just Kryptonians but the bad guys that come in Justice League are also planning to terraform
1: what's the DC purple guy Apocalypse
2: Doomsday he's from apocalypse what yeah the yeah the the planet he's from is called apocalypse with an l-i-p-s
1: apocalypse uh um
2: i can't remember his name now
1: comic books fuck you um
2: but yeah i know you yeah the the dc thanos
1: yeah yeah just angry purple guy yeah who
2: because the you know the parademon things from the batman batman nightmare sequence with the
1: flying monster
2: things creatures from
1: i mean the the bug men from geonosis yeah
2: yeah um those are terraformed people Uh, based on the justice league trailer the the um they're a breed of soldier that's developed based on whatever planet that you um are uh, attacking or, or um, yeah, that you're attacking sucks people
1: up, turn them into a workforce to fight the rest of the people. Yeah, that,
2: that which is why some of them look like creepy aliens and some of them look like humans. And yeah,
1: yeah. I still think the the there needs to be a resistance for a man movie. A what? Resistance? The ps Yeah, three. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, just a just a a depressing World War 2 movie where you're trekking from A to B and you've lost the world to a Chimera yeah Chimera yeah yeah that such a such a good franchise so undercooked yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like the Killzone series pretty much undercooked because they I don't know about Kill uh, I don't know about uh, what's it called uh resistance i think it started in london in terms of its creation by the sony studio resistance but killzone you can't trust a fucking nordic studio to do anything creative with a plot mm. the only good nordic studios that have done anything good with a plot are the small countries that like the ones that made witcher is icelandic or norwegian
2: norwegian i think
1: uh i I've, I've, i want to know that for sure because i feel like it's a small country
2: mm. Um, and the I mean before
1: well would you see you anything that red is
2: yeah. can you look up ADOS Interactive as well who they were um based where they were based out of before they were the Warsaw
1: Republic? oh so they're not any of those countries what's Warsaw that's like Poland, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Poland. yeah 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 because all the all the soulless um, EA games come from they're all they're all like huge inter whatever thing eight, you know
2: yeah who were these guys before they got bought out by Square Enix? Uh, country IDOS
1: London oh, okay, British headquarters Wimbledon
2: oh okay I assumed can you click on Hitman I'm pretty sure Hitman was hitman.
1: Hitman. hitman where am I looking Danish Danish yeah. IO Interactive that's right that's right yeah they're technically good but they're they're arguably so white they're soulless yeah like um you you could sort of say the same thing for a lot of Canadian games development but which is mostly me just pointing and covering all the core parts of the EA corporation Mm -hmm. um Oh, that's on the Canadian games flat, Have shit house stories. That's
2: the Canadian, like the motto, Assassin's right? Like preserves. so white it's soulless.
1: Yeah. What's Canada? It's Montreal, isn't it? So it's technically supposed to be a flavorful people, but
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm pretty sure those flavorful in the sense that those are the French people
1: that the French rejected. Ah, uh, like the French pilgrims. Yeah, yeah, is it? They can't do French accents for shit. No. I, I always assumed they just sounded like French people and then I heard French Canadians, like, oh, you sound like Americans or Canadians doing bastardised English. Yeah. We're making enemies tonight. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, think of all the, like, pretty much every, in my mind, non-USA soulless game series either comes out of a Nordic country or Montreal for the most part. Mm. Battlefield, Assassin's Creed, oh yeah, um, so soulless. Yeah, there's. I've i played a little bit of Battlefield One recently. grim fucking game. Mm. The 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 opening is just you fighting in a bit of an angry no man's land, mud pools and ruins. Right, and every time you get overrun and killed, the camera zooms out and says like man's name. Born, Died. Oh, and then no. you just become someone else and then it says man's name. Born, Died. Um, uh, that's, that reminds me of when we went
2: to that... Uh, uh, when we died? Uh, when we died. Tomorrow no, when the we're the war at war the... War uh, <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow when the war began. We want a sequel. Um, no, that... Bring back
1: that um, shady looking dude that looked like he was down to
2: <laughs> <laughs> it, Was it Waiuru? We, we did yeah. the... the, the history project Yeah, we're reading through all those World War One <laughs> <laughs> personnel files and we're like oh no this person died of dysentery this person died of syphilis <laughs> yeah syphilis dysentery that was actually really interesting we should go back there and read through some of those things because it's public access and yeah, we actually has the full
1: just r- records of people that got yeah. drafted and they've got that library we could um, lock ourselves in there with some recording equipment yeah yeah you can go on the list along with our um, weird shit one tour <laughs> try the land <laughs>
2: it's very good um, yeah okay we'll road trip to that place and Wairu Wairu and see if we need prior approval before actually setting foot in that place And the library yeah, true because we're not oh, we, we're we not a school it doesn't matter it should be public information it should be yeah
1: it's, it's more the
2: official information we should be allowed to gather it
1: That's like a, I'd, I'd, I'd really like us to be able to like record in more of a um especially if we're potentially adding more hosts or at least guest hosts uh push our recording to a more uh, push communal area mm. mainly so i don't have to have people in my house but <laughs> um or we could just force everyone that's not us to skype in there <laughs> but um and we can mute
2: them um yeah we need to find some sort of common
1: well, I, mean, I I really wish we could be like good friends with a bar and just recording a bar every night at, every Wednesday night. The
2: closing time.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: whiskey and beer. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it does a <laughs> whiskey drink. <laughs> it does <like> a buggy drink. <laughs> <It doesn't laughs> I remember early on when I said maybe we should um, do improv classes to be able to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Unless we're both tired and lazy, we're pretty good at just bouncing nonsense so that there's no dead air. Yeah. Um, we do okay. We, we do.
2: We're doing great. We're doing real good. How's, I mean, that's pretty much How's, just how's your
1: son doing, Marie? Oh, he's doing real good. He's doing really good. How's, how's your Chaz Bono attempted a fucking child? which is not a rip on the transgender community. <laughs> that's just, um, uh, I I want,
2: Did he die? Don't take me home. I think he killed himself. <laughs> oh, no. I yeah. Who I want to take me home.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Yep. That's, that's what happens when, um, you're bored, unemployed, and you end up watching entertainment tonight at ten
0: a.m. <laughs>
1: God,
2: yeah, we watched a lot of that show, didn't we?
1: Yeah, it's what's on. It's what's on. Jack, Jack, off. Oh. <laughs> Is that where we're going with this? Jack off, jack off. Din, din. Ah. Wow. Dun Uh
0: uh. <laughs> 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 well
1: you gotta peak everything mean yeah sorry what <laughs> what is this So who the fuck is Killmonger?
2: Who Killmonger? Yeah. In Black Panther. Yeah. Um, he's the son of a f- of parents who were ostracized from Wakanda. Wakanda. That's why he has a American accent.
1: For doing what?
2: And that he returns. What did he do? I possibly. I could be a number of things. My guess is probably over. Are doing something like overthrowing the government of Wakanda or saying that no we should open our
1: borders to the world over oh, throwing
2: the arm and they, war, get, they get kicked out for it and he comes back to reclaim and uh, like basically stage a coup.
1: Alright.
2: No, mm. And but he works with Ulysses Claw.
1: You Andy there.
2: circuses characters from Age of Ultron. Right. Mm. With the one arm Wakanda does comes Stranger Things is going to be back shortly, right? It's been a year, hasn't it? Yeah, 27th of October. October. Is it? Yeah, because
1: it was... Halloween. Yes. Halloween, Halloween. 2017. I thought that was the case. I just... Good lord, when it's been Halloween. A year. When? Yeah. It's on a Tuesday. No, what's the date? Uh, 24th?
2: Halloween? Yeah. No, it's the last day of October 31st. Oh. Oh always been the 31st.
1: Oh, I don't know. I'm not American. Yeah. yeah
2: it's 31st. Are, are you still watching Star Trek? I uh, know. I've got to watch the latest episode. I watched the one where it's like, oh, we're living a weird we're living a
1: li- a thing. Yeah, with the moss that grows yeah. across the galaxy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a weird plot element, but it's fine by me. Um, That's the first time Star Trek's kind of delved into something that was more magical than real, but... Yeah. So, um, they brought in the, the dude, what's his name? Like, Ray Wilson? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he just plays like a cheesy Stargate bad guy. Oh, really? Which I guess technically is more like a cheesy Star Trek bad guy because yeah. they had them too. But he, he, they literally leave him behind and then he says, You haven't seen the last of," and says his name in full. So okay, that's a bit lame. <laughs> that's a bit Dwight Schrute. Yeah, wait, Mud Returns. Is he an existing Star Wars character? I Star tree. Wars. I made that. I made that guess. He's gap. a Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah, so he's a revival of an old shitty. Yeah. Fair enough, Harry. Yeah. Mirror um,
2: world
1: they they explain why the so the the boss of the ship Mm. he's the only survivor of his original ship right because his original ship got attacked and was about to be captured and he i don't know why he managed to leave it or how but he left it and set off its self-destruct oh (laughs) killed his entire crew in order to save them from being captured and tortured and humiliated mm-hmm and I assume through some part of that process he um, fucked up his eyes, which is he doesn't repair his eyes as like a penance for what he did. Right. Mm. Yeah. Um, they, the, 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 well, the giant water bear. Yeah. Um. They like try to use it one more time and then it shrivels up into this weird, it's all pretty much just flown with what Tardigrade's actually do in real life. But, it like shrivels up and drops all its water out of its body and turns into like a rock. Mm. And then they try and bring it back but kinda can't and then the 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 like really blonde sides dude.
2: Oh yeah, the one with the weird face.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He just looks like somebody's bleached his entirety. Yeah. <laughs> um they he uses himself because he, he, they, they create a thing that has tardigrade dna in it but they instead of using their advanced computers to create a like a digital tardigrade which they sort of posit as theoretically possible but mm. maybe they just couldn't do it in the time frame mm. so later on they do a jump and then they find the reason they were able to do the jump wasn't because he brought the tardigrade back it was because he just put the shit in himself got in the machine himself got stabbed by those things and then they jumped and then it like orbit killed him but then he kind of wakes up laughs and that's the end of the episode
2: huh like he laughs like he realises holy shit it worked I'm still alive yeah uh. um some person gets curb stomped surely that leads him to be- has anyone else done that did his partner do that no nah. the
1: other ship or you got killed by the monsters no nah, they they um they worked out that the monsters like ultimately not violent it just responds violently if you attack it right um nah they they theoretically I think are going to move on to some way where they can probably make like a digital entity but the thing that they'd built at that point in the show was like okay we can inject this like it was sort of they they worked out that they could inject into a person that ability to sense the Spore Network Mm. and through that you could um Yeah, any entity that was injected with because tardigrade can like edit its own DNA with, which again is a real thing. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. from life, from science, life, science, creationism. that's true. Can can add to its own DNA, so they do that too. He does that to himself by injecting himself, and then uses a machine with himself. And he, I saw the whole spore network. Blah 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 which seems like Star Trek's plot should logically just be about somebody accidentally turning themselves into a god. Yeah,
2: that'd be awesome.
1: Yeah, it would. Um, they They decide to free the Tardigrade by oh. launching it into space. Okay. And that's... it just, like, wakes back up and then goes, pew, and like, flies away and then jumps. Huh. So it is a living thing that can jump.
2: It, uh... Surely okay. that would have ramifications, regardless of what they were trying to do. They should know that space is populated. Why would they release that into the into space? Why well, something I else said, is going to find it, man? <coughs> <coughs> yeah, I
1: suppose. Um, in another
2: time, in another place,
1: in another
2: rain, Wilson. Well
1: <laughs> uh, it's I. Uh, it's questionably lazy plot wise it's like um, rather than invent the technology they just found a ship that built it and then failed right you know like people had already worked that out but hadn't disseminated any of those findings mm. they they keep semi justifying why their ship itself doesn't really properly disseminate its findings but then it kind of does and doesn't all the time and then it sort of just you know like the whole ends you can't we can't all have one because you gotta have this bug thingy and now the bug thing has gone, and then it'll probably be well, you can't have one. Everyone can't have one because you got to stick your person in it to make it work, and then they might die. Right. I don't know. The The Klingons in this episode really just looked like cheap, this is people and rubber mask type villains. They did that. Um, Some like Klingons. What did I say? Yeah. 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 Yeah yeah they were they were throwing prisoners around but doing this really shitty like he just like grabbed the guy and went and flung his arm behind himself and the guy just like "Ah!" does like the I'm jumping type of being like judo thrown yeah Um, and yeah then they're like they always do the same like lean person against a wall walk backwards curb stomp person without looking at them and just like stare menacingly at the other people that were still alive while they did it Hmm. But it, they come out, came off really like... They didn't bother to bake any of the characters that, that they were... Because yeah, it... Like it sort of at the start made it seem like you were going to get almost as much interaction with the bad guys as you were with the good guys. guys. Yeah, the first couple of episodes. You never felt like, like they... Um, like they they almost made you think they were going to be so neutral and civil with the like star trek kind of tries to be that you'd actually get to the point where you're like well i don't know who these are two groups yeah. that are just fighting for no real reason just yeah. because of a disagreement between cultures not because they actually have any reason to fight each other but then they kind of undo that by doing the whole being Klingon is to kill other shit for no reason and just try and dominate everything around you yeah yeah just lazy writing
2: Well I thought they were heading towards something slightly different Because they were a different sect of the Klingon
1: Yeah but Literally The purists Yeah Yeah. so he was a purist But literally after being handed control He um, makes a bargain with another leader And that leader just fucks him over And leaves him for dead on a dead um, What are they called? Starfleet spaceship? Yeah And presumably so he just becomes like a Becomes the Klingon on the ship like potentially a sympathetic character or a background person but somehow he and the woman that believes in him have to like rebuild from scratch right so there will be it'll be kind of like the um stargate system lord situation where you have a whole bunch of different groups that don't technically agree with each other but are all the same race and Occasionally will side with each other In order to fight the people Yeah But To me the whole thing is Mass Effect it's not Star Trek Yeah Yeah. that's what it seems like Star Trek is I mean even if you In the modern age with the Money you can put into TV now you could Choke most of the corniness Out of Star Trek But Star Trek Still shouldn't really be that dumb and violent
2: Yeah, no, it should be at points
1: absurd, but not really dumb. Yeah, like the Star Trek is weird, disjointed episodes because every episode is written by a Star Trek fan and basically mailed into the show, and every episode has a different director.
2: Yeah. And then, I mean, it's more like an anthology
1: of thoughts experiments than it is an actual plot driven series
2: yeah and i mean is it star trek anymore if you're playing into the whole this is a weird thing we've never encountered
1: before but
2: we all just shrug and accept it as a thing or is there somebody on the ship that seems to be some sort of expert in what whatever the hell we're dealing with yeah because it has been encountered before or it has but just not like this and that but we accept it so we move on to trying to yeah. figure out how to get around it as opposed to just saying this is this is bonkers And they allow they allow uh.
1: characters to be um like mavericks and and experts but in their own fields. Yeah. Whereas they've turned That's a red
2: tag team of very specifically chosen people.
1: Yeah. Whereas and it's like, Oh, we need to know an answer to this problem. We'll go to the guy that runs the teleporter because He created he the knows teleporter. how to yeah do shit based on teleportation and this is what we need to do this episode Mm. i i'm not even citing anything i don't know enough about star trek i just like when things it should be more to the point i respect the fact that star trek was smart
2: we've got this one maverick character who knows this person probably has some sort of uh, archive system based around teleporting that he could technically go sneak into and steal and use to help solve his own problem but the teleporter expert w- wouldn't necessarily technically help him or know how to help yeah him. that's what we need yeah and it's,
1: it's it. like people discuss things solve problems and move forwards ultimately through cooperation i think is what star trek's mostly yeah. supposed to be whereas this is what's the main character's name is michael
2: jim no.
1: Yeah, yeah michael it's angry, sullen maverick who refuses to follow any order or listen to anyone else's opinion and always believes they know best. Even just though the pushing greatest. through yeah. everyone's yeah. different Even like, though everything that she is
2: manipulates that, the expert. Everything that defines the way that she is is based upon an event where she did not know best and she got everyone killed as a result. Yeah. So she should be, if anything, completely shaken in ever trying to make a decision for most of the first part of this first arc of the story with people realizing no wait we need maverick michael back you were technically right holy shit
1: yeah and and you you can't say you can't it is not intelligent writing to have a character constantly fuck everyone over because she knows the right thing to do Mm. because Fucking people over. does not make them compliant to your wishes in the future. And a really smart-centered... Leader. Not leader, like, because she's supposed to be um, more... Were they Vulcans? Yeah. Supposed to be more Vulcan-trained than human-trained, so she basically just ends up like a pissy, petulant Vulcan. Yeah. So she constantly screws people over to get her own way. And isn't good enough at it because she's too pissy and petulant when she doesn't get her own way that she ends up actually fucking herself over Like if she was just even pretending to be nice mm. and just butted people up she would succeed more in the long run yeah it's like if they're,
2: if they're on like hey if you were a Vulcan you'd get away with this sort of behaviour because uh, you don't really technically physiologically know better yeah in her, in terms of how you're creating
1: people and being cold and aloof but yeah. you're being cold and aloof and you know better yeah well that, that's what always pisses me off about vulcans anyway it's, now granted me as somebody who tends to get frustrated with people that are too emotional mm. i do also realize that um getting outwardly frustrated with very emotional people does not promote compliance from them because they get more emotional yeah. <laughs> so a vulcan would know that mm if you were following smart logical writing that emotions have logic to them
2: well you're not even that learn, just, you're just that, that learn if you want
1: them? compliance from an emotional being you should allow and try and direct their emotionalness yeah. not just you're emotional you're an idiot yeah it's using um, um, that's being petulant yourself which is not something that they should be doing
2: yeah it's meant to it's intelligent e- empathy yeah yeah, empathic I intelligence. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think to
1: a certain extent so that, um, a certain extent the Vulcan is like the, the nerd to the um, layman. Yeah, it's the hey, you don't know this because you don't remember when episode blah 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 the blah Maybe the Vulcans were invented by Gene Roddenberry as a um, form of semi-hatred or attempted understanding his own fan base.
2: If anything, it's proving that, regardless of the situation of your. purely focused on logic in a situation when you're dealing with sentient beings you're not going to be you're not going to win wars and you're not going to just truly know what it's like to be what's technically meant to be a discovery yeah like a scientific
1: that's true if you're you're entirely focused on um, logic then you wouldn't do like the him, Maverick yeah. Starfleet thing of like just of only going where no man's gone before, because the
2: Vulcans have probably been there and be like, "Me, there's nothing here for us. We'll we'll take, We'll we'll note down what we saw and where yeah. where we found
1: it, but that's it. We're out." And there's like this weird, um just i still i think i've said this in previous episodes. i still can't tell whether michael is just poorly written or poorly acted yeah or whether it's we just haven't seen enough of the character to actually realize either way
2: it seems poorly written so like every time they, she seems to get a chance to do something where we're like
1: oh then she lets you down because yeah. ultimately she's a sullen piece of shit yeah yeah, You're waiting for, for her to go to a certain direction or to respond to a character a certain way. Yeah, and then doesn't. You're like, ah. Uh, yeah. Okay. And I, I I heard criticism of like the the fact that she's like a a, a street orphan who's been taken in by a you know, effectively monks and so. And mm. Apparently, that somehow that was um, it was it was. Uh, a sort of a cliche thing to do it or black character right right i i don't i didn't get it yeah like can you see the narrative there what's the i don't know enough about those narratives is it just because orphan street kid like is it? i don't know i don't know I thought it was pretty
2: common of any trope it's just a trope i don't think it has anything to do with right
1: yeah no and and the perfect American uh, protagonist is always an orphan, anyway, mm. and they're also always or an um, outcast or a yeah. something, and they're always unnecessarily anything, adept at everything yeah. because they're an expert at nothing.
2: If anything, um, the the trope they should have avoided was um, a criminal who deser- deserves to, deserves to be behind bars. Yeah, as, as a black character.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, that, I suppose that's, that's that she, a you know? uh, yeah, but yeah i mean what they really needed to sell better on the first episode was that she was right yeah yeah that's what it seemed like it was gearing up to at least over the first two episodes because like, oh no she did it, cause the it's war almost like she woke up six and months later or
2: 18 months later that's what it seemed like just like woke up or thrown back into the world of what starfleet's actually like after getting away from the prison life for yeah how, however many months where she should have realized over the course of like the second and third episode, holy shit, I was right.
1: Oh, you mean like there should have been um, that circumstances been. following from events that she never saw that in fact what she did caused. the Yeah,
2: right. it just seemed like it was playing everything oh. up almost like it was going to prove that she did the right thing at the time. I
1: I almost think that she needs to have it done the right, push but it hard should enough. have been like she did the right thing at the time. Mm. Ultimately. No one listened to her and she didn't manage to take control the way she tried to yeah and because of that she failed and lots of people died so it's just becomes a personal failure not like a global universal failure yeah and it Needs to she, she's still ultimately to cool. a criminal because of it yeah because yeah, she tried, tried
2: manslaughter to, as opposed to murder uh, in terms yeah, of well because like, she, she, she tried to,
1: to um, mutiny the ship in order to save everyone yeah, yeah. so she had good intentions. She did it wrong, but that should have been. There should be some a sort of redemption. pivotal learning experience.
2: Yeah. There should be some sort of redemption arc involved with that choice. Yeah, like, they need to slowly or at least show us that the entire thing itself was orchestrated by the guys that he she's now being picked up by I'd to get her imprisoned purely so he can get her into her ship to use her for Maverick style things
1: i think that's a little too, too far, far far and far-fetched but i i just mean in terms of a character arc yeah.
2: like does something but they need to pick a lane they're not picking a lane she,
1: yeah she should have realized from her actions that doing the wrong thing for the right reasons seems like the logical decision yeah but she almost needs to learn to make human relationships because that would have been a much better way to achieve that goal, which she failed to achieve and therefore failed to save everyone. Yeah. It, I mean, like, and you could, that wouldn't be hard to carry across. You, I mean, they're slowly making her um, respect her roommate more, even though her roommate is, like, comically unrealistic. Yeah, I
2: don't like her. It just irritates me how she doesn't also, like,. Mm. It's like, cool, thank you for this.
1: I I really want her to grow up to be the... um, Was it Voyager had the woman captain? Mm, mm. Because she straight up says, like, in the first episode that she's in, that I'm going to be a captain one day. Mm. So, like, vaguely red-headed white woman. I'm like, I really hope that she turns out to just be that woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not... Like there, there needs to be, and there is to a certain extent, but they're kind of like only sort of two or three characters on the ship that are. Michael can't be the best at everything because that makes the crew irrelevant, Mm. makes character development of everyone but her irrelevant, and it turns the only sort of plot development she can, uh, character development she can have, is just her learning to accept retards.
2: Yeah they have just got to find her niche as an as an i mean i want to say as an actor but as a character in that world the stories if you look at what picard became because of how awesome of an actor he was his niche became emotional connections and yeah he was just father of the ship he just became the person to experience um weird things yeah, because he had the acting range to prove it, to show it, and display it. But that that became his thing, his journey as the character. But I mean, it was like, hey, what they
1: gave everyone let's give him a 16, few yeah. shots at those. Yeah,
2: yeah. But he was by and large the best one at it because it yeah. was like, hey, let's give an episode where Picard took on sixteen personalities or went through a range of all emotions within the span of six minutes or yeah. you know, lived twelve lifetimes or went back in time or you yeah. know just did all these things that all you get to do is fix a camera on yeah. Patrick Stewart and let him act through that yeah. idea in his head we're in a holographic <laughs>
1: prohibition era episode for some reason yeah. but the but the those you yeah, know they're, they're all a lot of them are interactions with new cultures and how mm. to solve things step on the toes of a culture in the places where you have to but not in the ways that will cause you know screw ups or you yeah. know, weird it, it's it is it, a show about whatever else it's about including the sci-fi elements is predominantly just about cultural interaction yeah but the the current show runs the risk of being dumb american show where nobody talks to each other about anything be it emotional um universal or related to the issues everyone is collectively facing at hand that they need to spending overcome too much for their collective time making, betterment
2: spending too much time letting her sneak around the ship to get things done even though she's been given a clear mission because she doesn't trust the people that she yeah. should just trust that she doesn't have a choice she should just trust them and watch and learn
1: yeah and because she is the best at everything hmm. There is no reason for her to learn to trust anyone. No. There's it's everyone just is obstacles to her succeeding, everyone and everyone seems should to just have, sit have a hidden
2: agenda because you focus on them a little bit with the light a little bit dim. Like the the captain, you made, made to think he's the bad guy in the first episode.
1: Well, the 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 episode that you haven't seen shows that he is a troubled but. Probably good man. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I feel. He clearly cares about all his crew, but I don't think you could ever trust him to care about you more than succeeding in his mission. Yeah, yeah. And that's, from a captain perspective, is considering that every other Star Trek um, series has had, like I was saying about Picard, Captain is ship dad. Mm -hmm. The idea that this ship dad. (laughs) Might be simultaneously using. your biggest champion and also using you to goals that he won't necessarily tell you about.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't mind that. No, because I've seen managers in real life. It's like much that. like that, yeah. yeah. But um, they're polarizing and you have all the justification in the
1: world to hate them. Yeah. And ultimately, those above you. Have a greater worldview. Yeah. It's pretty much the way it is. Yeah. So, simultaneously, your actions. But that's only because your understandings under, of ramifications yeah. don't matter to them in the same way. But what drives the that, picture.
2: Yeah. But what drives that um, hate and that dissonance for that person making those decisions is because once you finally learn what they always knew and, yeah. refu- and withheld from you, yeah. and they're like, why didn't you just tell me that? there was no issue with you telling me that it would have made everyone's yeah. life better yeah. if you just told me that yeah. yeah and that's when you get that's the
1: yes but now I also think but that we you can, that you can we understand, understand
2: why you didn't tell me that yeah but yeah if that, that's the internal conflict is that yeah. I can understand from a logistical point of view why you couldn't yeah and chose These, not to tell the, me that but at the same time i could have been okay with that yeah so i'm conflicted internally because i can't hold you at fault for choosing that path yeah but i do because emotionally speaking why didn't you trust me
1: yeah yeah and then there's like well yes i could have trusted you with that however you are equal level with these other people yeah or this person who wouldn't be able to cope with that information also you are here to shut up and do what you're told yeah, exactly. so that you're not necessarily party to that information and as always, your master has masters that are higher up than they are, and the same lack of um crossover in their worldviews occurs and ninety percent of
2: everything in the world is not just playing with people's political emotions and never yeah. jumping through hoops and navigating people's feelings about trying to do something.
1: Yeah. Ironically, weirdly large amounts of day to day things can boil down to that. Pretty much. Yeah. And, but You can have that mm. Without doing what Star Trek is done. Yeah. The um, yeah, Power and the ability to abuse it And who watches the Watchmen type um, Plots and rhetoric There's always a place for that It's, it's potentially too political And too granular for Star Trek mm. But I mean You know, that definitely has its place in some story I don't know what story you would make that that's kind of in a lot of ways what a lot of the underpinnings of Game of Thrones is Mm. the idea that you need somebody to be in charge and and even Game of Thrones points out the fact that sometimes the people who hold that person up into the limelight are actually the ones with the power Mm, mm-hmm Yeah, ultimately I don't think Star Trek is really operating on that level currently, and I don't think it will. Because it's on NBC. free to air television.
2: We saw what happens to heroes. But it said
1: fuck twice in the latest episode. Did it? Yes. I think that was... That. And two men either kissed or... <gasps> I don't know the the the. Uh, I think the
2: the fucks were on the NBC online the digital episode released right. on the website, so if they are allowed to get away with that. Ah, okay. I'm pretty sure the free to air version would have edited the, those out.
1: The the bleach dude, <laughs> and the head of medical bleach I like arguing with each other the whole episode. Yeah. And then at the end of the episode, they're they both make brushing. love. No, they, well, they yeah, but they they're both brushing their teeth together, and they're basically. You realize that every angry interaction they've had during the episode is just both of them looking out for each other's best interests right. because they're a couple. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And they can speak openly and honestly because they can in any environment. So it seems like they're arguing constantly, but they're just expressing their thoughts in any environment because they're comfortable doing that.
1: Pretty much. Yeah. Not there. I think, you know, they still keep it. Professional, professionally yeah, 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 while yeah. they're on the job but yeah but you a, can call
2: somebody else you can call that person out on their shit yeah on, in any setting because logistically you can yeah and emotionally speaking you can you've got that truck regardless there's yeah, yeah also sort official uh, stuff you're talking
1: about to them to the only thing exactly. I would say is isn't it a bit backwards that the two gay guys on the ship just also are a couple is that backwards or progressive you know when there's there's those questionable points where it's like it seems... Is it it's more progress, or less It's progressive for... Uh, progressive free, to show a couple. It's, it's it's progressive for a
2: show that's basically... What's that show with Sally Field and Callista Flockhart and, like, half the characters are gay? Uh, and it was about a family and they're, they're all grown-ups. And they're all white and they all had problems.
1: The, 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 the one with... Um, the, the trains one? No,
2: it was old. I think it got cancelled.
1: Oh, um, uh, you mean six feet under? No, oh, no, no, uh, no. Can you Google Sally Field? All right, if I must.
2: Oh, if you must, put on a safe search. Ugh. Um, Sally Field, uh, yeah, it's a show with Callista Flockhart, TV show.
1: Yeah, brothers and sisters. Yeah, that show. Ah, uh, yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah. It's got a
2: progressive gay couple yes and they're a couple they're not just like having gay sex
1: i you know not even that they necessarily have to hook up it's just the there are two gays on the ship therefore they must be co-gays it's i mean uh, how many military people on your average military warship are couples
2: were they handpicked for that based on that well, yeah, I don't of know first can relationship? you get
1: sta- will the military station you on the same ship or something and they're not so military left they're oh, other yeah, they're a they're a civilian hybrid organisation yeah. what are they? Well, also, they they
2: run everything like a military so why wouldn't they be called military but yeah I would say so also right? Rain Wilson's
1: character fun. is pansexual no um, no he 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 basically says that like he in one line really, but so I'm probably reading way more into it, but basically calls out the class struggle that says that Starfleet can't couldn't give a rat's ass about anyone that isn't meritocratically worthy of being in their ranks. Yeah, yeah. Like the which is ironic because their entire civilization, as far as I can tell, once they invent the replicator, they basically no one has any hardship people basically just join starfleet because they're smart and they want something to do with their lives pretty much yeah there's not meant to be any currency yeah so for him to suggest that starfleet doesn't give a shit about everyone else means that starfleet gets something that everyone else doesn't which is not something that as far as i know star trek has ever done
2: i think it's possibly yeah yeah if anything there's an intellectual class system
1: yeah that oh, i could understand But w-
2: what would the working class be left to do if they've automated everything
1: um be colonists i think
2: oh yeah okay
1: so um,
2: basically maybe that's the thing they don't get a choice about traveling and, and being part of you know the next frontier and keeping that technology and that amazing lifestyle yeah with they get are forced to be colonized and technically rationed but bit. And if given standard agricultural roles and simple can, roles, where they don't get a choice about where they go,
1: but that's that's that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I know. If you can replicate matter, if you can convert any, I assume they have to feed it with like raw matter in order for it to convert that into mm. other
2: things then why does it matter then you don't
1: need to colonise somewhere and farm you just need to colonise somewhere and build buildings yeah,
2: colonise and just leave them there because yeah. all you need is space, you don't need things
1: you you could be pumping out oxygen by the shit ton and yep. eventually it will if the planet's heavy enough I guess just form an atmosphere Yeah. there's no the only hardship would be if you couldn't get the power running to run your replicator yeah but But presumably your replicator produces its own fuel to a certain extent yeah so all right if you have to fuel a replicator yeah that makes a need that is that if that is the case and that is the only need anyone or anything has Mm. unless they're either the replicators are so expensive that not everyone can have one or that outer colonies perhaps can't afford them or kind of,
2: how can a bit replicator be technically expensive exactly yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: unless it's just uh, expensive to run like energy wise right but then you know surely the replicator on earth that has infinite energy because we wouldn't have that issue on our home world mm. would be able to create fuel yep. which would then be able to be shipped to places that don't have it in great enough supply that you would never and overpopulation
2: shouldn't be a concern
1: anymore because you can colonize planets the only two things that come close to any form of currency are human population levels and fuel for replicators
2: um like disease is gone yeah right
1: yeah as far as i can tell they just sort of have buzz buzz machines that she gets advanced radiation damage well, yeah, in yeah, the first episode. She has to go heal,
2: basically. Well, they
1: suggest she goes to heal, but she doesn't do it. No, she starts it. Yeah, she starts it, but it never shows her finish it. Going and back but finish it, but she, she, she... Presumably it's done at some point.
2: I think she was forced to go back and do it, but
1: I don't know, whatever. They just didn't show it. Yeah. All I right. just wondered whether part of her characterization was going to involve... Very slowly poisoning? being like trying Rats. to stop herself from, from like, in a Greg House kind of way. Yeah. But it, yeah. Yeah, because there's no point replicating people, mm. and you need colonists. So that makes people some form of valuable. And yet they don't. In the episode That where the colony's being attacked and they first jump, mm. they show that the humans mine um the i think it's the crystals that they power the ships on dilithium yeah yeah so they can't produce that through a replicator obviously not
2: for some reason
1: so what is a replicator what is a replicator able and not able to create i don't
2: think it can transmute i think it can just turn matter that already exists into like it's a 3d printer surely
1: but then you have to stock it with whatever everything yeah. is made out of. Yeah.
2: Which if if most things are made out like clothes are all synthetic, then that's not an issue.
1: Can uh, uh that's
2: my guess is that clothes are synthetic. Food is all carbon based. So you could literally just take poop and and 3D print it into food. Cuz it's not transmuting everything anything. It's potentially just oh well it would cuz you like there's nitrogen and magnesium oh, be- and Stuff and food that needs to be created, right? So how do you create f- food with the thing?
1: There we go. Alright, Reddit has an answer for us. Um Right, it's physically. The structure for there actually exists a crystalline substance called Woodman's Staten patterns. Okay, standard. The structure can only yeah. be formed with a special blah blah blah. Physically impossible to reproduce the structure in a lab. It's my supposition that dilithium. Oh, I keep burping. <laughs> it's, a, it's a super
2: atom. Food doesn't taste like the real thing when it's been replicated because it's using energy and hard materials to replicate materials and recipes.
1: Slowly shifts to the crystal state. Unsuitable for the reaction to take place. Right.
2: So, so They scienced out an excuse As to why the replicator has limitations But not limitations
1: There's a theoretical excuse Based on yep. um, Real life Latinum derived from the fact that it cannot be replicated easily Some things aren't as easy as a hot fudge sundae to replicate So then The replicators are pretty limited as to what they can output, maybe the large industrial fabrication replicators on a star base might be able to handle things, a standard one can't.
2: Now was was there a theory discussed about whether or not the transporters are uh, technically destroying what they they pick up and then replicating a new version on the other end? As far
1: as I understand in Star Trek lore, yes that is the case. That is what it's doing, yeah. First time you 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 ever use a matter transporter you die Yeah Yes. good okay That's I believe right. that is the case because in Star Trek
2: can yeah, based
1: on that surely
2: the the first thing that they try to learn how to replicate is human matter because it replaces organs
1: and blood a replicator a, can create any inanimate matter as long as the desired molecular structure is on file but cannot create antimatter dilithium latinum which I don't know what latinum is but maybe that is what they have in them right. And it can't create a living organism. So how do
2: you create living tissue? You can't. No. Surely you'd think the science would exist well beyond that, because what's the what's something we're already developing? Lab-grown organs. And we can grow skin in a layer
1: Replicators use a form of transporter technology It's at such a low resolution That creating living tissue Is a physical impossibility But living tissue Is a Very simple thing to make It is much less simple than creating things In an atomic level yep. Atomic level is much smaller than the
2: yep. Tissue level yep. And we're already proving in today's age In 2017 that we can make Living tissue out of things. Yeah. We can three
1: D print living tissue. Yeah. Latinum became the de facto currency because it can't be replicated. Right. Dilithium must be theoretically unreplicatable because of dilithium mines. Why would we have mines if there were mm-hmm. Antimatter, don't call recall what can't be. There are three instances where replicators and transporters replicators are related to transporters. Have created life. Because it borders on impossible, it's much easier to say it can't be done, so ultimately it's probably just a plot device. Yeah. What is Latinum in Star Trek? Mm -hmm. Latinum is a rare, silver liquid used on many worlds. Uh, It's usually suspended
2: within the element of gold.
1: What is Latinum? Not platinum, latinum. they're four Latinum is a rare silver colored. What is it for? What is a slip?
2: One thousand slips, slips are equal strips, to one stars
1: 18 bars. Bricks. Bricks. So it's just. What you can't replicate it therefore it became money it's not actually anything worth anything just be it
2: just became worth something because it was one of the one few things that they realised one of the few and only metals where they're like oh we can't replicate that therefore it must be worth something ok because of the ease of transaction because it can't be, uh, you can't print it simply pressed but is that all yep because if people want something from you and they can't offer anything except something that you could use yourself to then get things off other people and therefore establish some sort of economy
1: so the basically they can't 3d print it because it's got you too hardcore a, structure
2: but in an econ- but in a, in a in a world where you wouldn't need any of that you be like that man's got that i want that one yes you like, okay you can have that one here's that one okay thanks but i want that one
1: if if there's no point in using latinum to pay for things when the things you are paying for are things you can create artificially
2: yeah i want that latinum to buy that latinum okay deal but i'll give you some latinum for that latinum okay deal that's That's the only thing you can trade with latinum is latinum
1: no they they just needed to create a money so that the ferengi which are pretty much star trek's um, jews jew stereotype race um Needed to and have some, a money analog and some beans to count. Okay. Well, that's yeah, our show. It's been this has been Star Trek talk. <laughs> I'm your host. <laughs> um, been weird um, Trek. Five of nine or something. Five old, shit. That's, five old, old that's a Star Trek reference, right? Yeah. Um,
2: this has been Earl Grey tea. Albert. Hot. hot. Um. I've been Logan. I've been Jesse. Yeah.
1: And the Weird
2: Chit podcast.
1: One day we will do yeah. a. Um, Rebrand. Our rebrand we've been talking about, but but, uh, our brand manager has been surprisingly flighty as late. All right. See you next week.